Welcome to another episode of What We Doing, and we doing it again. It's your boy AC Sims, Mr. Mix, and that damn jockey. How y'all doing this week, man? Doing all right. It's cold, man. Oh man, really doing really well. It's been a good week, man. It's been a good week, man. Must be. Hope I see you guys on Saturday. I know everything's going all right. But I did want to bring up something today, man. We uh, did lose another uh, member of the. Hip hop community, if you will, Juice World. Uh, rest in peace. RIP Juice World, man. Yeah. Prayers to the family. I uh, wasn't too familiar with his music, but I did watch a few interviews of him. Uh, but it, he passed from a apparent drug overdose um, because he had a bunch of uh, Percocet on him trying to leave a plane. He, he wanted to duck the test, so he downed a bunch of them and uh, didn't make it out. This unfortunate event sparked. Discussion in the community about uh, rappers these days uh, glorifying drugs in their music and how it, it needs to stop. And we got to get away from that. My whole my whole thing about that is we definitely don't want people uh, out here strong on drugs, but some of the best music in all genres is based off drug habits. Yeah. Saying is a form of expression, they tune in. You know, we all saw Ray, phenomenal movie. Uh, you know, James Brown, like, this goes on. All of rock, that's kind of the deal. Pink Floyd, the Pink, wall, the wall. You know, a lot, a lot of them had tragic endings. Oh, shoot, Rolling Stone, uh, Keith Richards, drug usage is uh, legendary. Okay, but let's be responsible. We can't just say we can't just say drugs and just leave it at drugs. In certain cases, right. we can. In certain cases, we can. But we can't just say drill. Let me finish what I'm saying. We can't just say drugs and leave it at drugs. There's levels to this shit. Of course, it's the difference between alcohol and, and, and weed as opposed to cocaine and heroin and crack. Yes. And, you know some of the harder drugs, Percocet, um, lean, and some of the harder drugs that some of these cats are fucking with these days. You know what I'm saying? Because I still come from the era of hip-hop to where it wasn't cool to be a fan. And now everybody dope fans out here. You know what I'm saying? Now, in this particular sense, uh, in this particular case, rather, the Juice World, it was more of a... I, I consider this case, and looking at it and knowing all the details about it, him trying to be some shit that he wasn't. Okay. Seemed like he was trying to be a street nigga, but he ain't never did a day in the street. Okay. This is why I say that. Why are you the one with drugs? Why are you the one with anything if you got an entourage? If you, if you are the motherfucker that's the money maker, you're not supposed to touch shit. That's first and foremost. That's rule number one and two. You protect the bag. And the bag in this particular case was the young nigga that was making all the money. Right. You're supposed to protect him. So he ain't supposed to have you know, no pills, no weed, no guns. No, no. He ain't supposed to have shit. It's supposed to be a dude. Runner, just, if that's just there to do that shit. Yep. That's his whole mission in life. His whole mission in life is, hey man, I got the weed, I got the, I got, I got everything you need right here. That's first and foremost. Second, man, this is not okay. Allegedly. Okay. I'm not gonna speak the shit, but that swallowing drug shit has never been a good. That's okay. You hide it in your mouth. 
You hide it in your mouth or you hide it in the crevice in your body so you can then get it out of that crevice that's wrong. You can't know nothing else. You can know nothing else. I got you. But you hide it in the crevice in your body and then you get that later and usually it's in a baggie or something to protect yourself. Because again, if that leaks through, then that leaks into your bloodstream and now you have an injury. So you swallowing drugs was not a very intelligent move. But again, this is a this is a this is a 21-year-old kid trying to be in some shit he ain't got no business in. He ain't got no guidance around him, he ain't got people around him saying, What the fuck are you doing with the drug? What the fuck are you doing with the weed? What the fuck are you doing with this shit? And a tragedy happened. You know what I'm saying? In this particular case. And I wanted to clear it up because again, what we gonna talk about is, you know, the futures of the world. Yeah. You know, I even like what the young boy reposted something on uh ST uh what we do on STL in, in our Facebook group, Jockey actually posted it. Um, uh, I think it was a young young uh, rapper, Trippy Red, came yeah, yeah, out yeah. and was like, "Look, we ain't doing this shit no more. Unless it's weed, we ain't fucking with it no more. We ain't doing no lean, no pills, no no Zannies, no nothing. We we just doing weed because we like we done with this shit." Now people yeah. maybe was like, "Oh man, it's cap because such and such just got killed," and maybe it is. But in this particular case, I'd rather have you cap for that message. Because that message needs to go out, bro. Like it the, does. the drugs that these motherfuckers is doing is not your just it's not your run of the mill mushrooms, bro. Right, like it wasn't right. like just like if Pink Floyd was getting high on mushrooms and going out and make or Willie Nelson was smoking weed and going out and making or you know Doctor Dre and Snoop was going out smoking chronic and making like Percocet is a scheduled drug. Uh, Oxycontin is a scheduled drug. Like these shits are meant. To fuck with your mental mind state, period. And your liver and your kidneys also. That, that's true. That's what really fucks so, me up. So this is the kind of the bridge I wanted to put into it, right? So yeah, we know that you know there are some people out here that see a group of people that happen to be making money and controlling the pool, if you will, talking about uh, you know specific substances. The music they make is is good. It, it leans in that direction, if you will. But I'm I want to kind of turn it to the people who have these problems already and want to rap about it. You see what I'm saying? Kind of a week out. The, the, with the interview that I did see from the, uh, the young man, he was talking about it about depression as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. Going through it. Uh, the one guy down in Florida, XXS, he spoke about his depression. It actually almost gets to the sign now. I'm looking now that when those guys, they, uh, when they cut their hair on the sides and have those little uh, quarter-inch locks with the line in the front that's almost a sign of the like, emo rap, if you will. They all seem to be suffering from the same type of uh, mental you know, issues going through, mindset going through. So if this is a person on that end reaching out saying, hey, I have these issues, I have these problems, this is what they describe me, and this is the music I make, and that music is connected. What is it, what do we say the root of this problem that we have to get out of is? You see what I'm saying? If, if the music is stemmed from pain, a lot of it is stemmed from pain, that's a lot of it, especially hip hop, that got us drawn to it because we can see that people going through the same pain that we're going through in our neighborhood. So if this is one of the symptoms of it, how do we stop it from that end? Yeah, it's easy. We can say we're not going to rap about it anymore. That's okay, cool. But how do we stop that? Which ain't the well? Let's keep it real. Ain't the answer. Right. It's never been the answer. Right. right. Because the other side of this that pisses me off to no end is when some of the older generation or older people or even people from our age group try to blame the music for the state of the community. Mm -hmm. That shit irks my Mm -hmm. soul Mm -hmm. because if the community's been looking like this before the music existed, then please explain to me 
how the, what the fuck was going on then it's the same systematic problem right you know what i'm saying and we're not addressing those we're not we're not talking about actual mental health and how to get help and how to you know go to a therapist and what are some of the symptoms of depression and how do you know if somebody's truly depressed or if they're acting are they are they talking out their problems? Um, what are you doing within the household? What are some of the things that's going on? Is it, is it mother working too much? Is it father not being present? Is it sister or brother having drugs? Like is it is it excessive trauma and, and gun violence and those things that spark addiction and things of that nature? Mm-hmm. You gotta have a real conversation about shit like that. that that's, that's that's brutal. So let me explain something to y'all. Young. Joffy done been through it. Joffy done tried it. Now, I know the younger generation. Now, when I came up smoking weed, that was just it. Mm-hmm. Now, in my neighborhood, since I lived in a certain neighborhood, the big boys at max would do the dips. See what I'm saying? And then you might have. So, what's a dip, Joffy? A dip is like an embalming fluid. A maldehyde, if you want to call it. So, a blunt dipped in embalming fluid. Let's, yeah. let's be clear. Uh, but the thing is, what I'm saying, it was a certain thing that you. It was a certain limit that everybody, they left alone. You see what I'm saying? Now, these cultures, these younger cultures, it ain't just about weed. We stay in the system too long. Okay, that's why the younger folks don't really like to mess with a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. We have professionals. So what they wind up doing is getting something that, that won't stay in your system for about two or three days. You see what I'm saying? And it's almost of an upper. Like I'm saying, that like different drugs do different things, which causes different highs. See what I mean? Yep. And like this last younger person I talked to, I asked him, you know, like, you ever done this? You ever done this? And they're only 21, 22. They've done it all. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It, it changes the person's mind state. By the time they get 30 to 40 years old, they don't wind up having liver disease. They don't wind up having stuff that wasn't meant for them. So, I mean, so let's keep up. it real. Shout out to shout out to Lil. Have y'all seen Lil? Wayne? Yeah, he actually was at the Heat game, Lake of Heat game on Friday in the front row. My goodness gracious! Why? Like, all right, so like, look at Snoop. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna just give you two examples. Snoop smokes weed for the, for the most part. Yeah, you know, That's alcohol and weed are open Snoop is 50 years old. He doesn't look it. Nope. Looks good for his age. He started working out two years ago, put on some muscle mass for yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you're looking at some of these cats that's 25 and 26 years old. They look like they've been through three, three bouts of life. So, check this out. So, <laughs> my pops is a deep hero. So, is my uncle, right? So, here's the difference. They both, they both worked at Ford when Ford was really one of the jobs I had right here. They went to the union, and you know they, you know when crack hit in the eighties, we all are affected by it. So it, it came down to a sweep. Some people got knew how to duck it. My uncle told my old dude how to duck. He didn't listen, and then when they got let go, he didn't fight with the union. Never came back. My uncle on the other hand stayed. He retired before. They both smoked crack and knew how to. So the difference. And one day as I got older, I'm talking to my uncle. He told me, he said, man, look, I buy this shit, this shit don't buy me. So when he told me that, he said, talk about it. He's all, he's always been present in his uh, daughter's life, son's life. Always kept the car going. Uh, he's always helped me out when I need to. Uh, like I said, retired from Ford. I'm popping, man. He didn't do any of it. Never, like, the exact what was 
that's rough examples of what that does. So when you're looking at that, the same issue, same time, same trajectory, and they're doing the exact same drug, it's like you say, it's not worth it how you do it. So if you in the game and you want experimental, like you say, uh, even in colleges, you know, they, like they, they like to push the, the experimental stage of most young adults' life, you're gonna run, you're gonna run across a few things. But are you look still looking? Well, well, two things. That kind of brings up two questions, or two things in, in general. One, there is a such thing as a functioning factory. It's functioning alcoholics. It's functioning, it's functioning adult things. As in, they go to work every day. They do the shit that they need to do. Except for in they extracurricular time, they get their high. They get their pills. They get their weed. They get, they, they get whatever the fuck they need to do to, to satisfy the high that they need to satisfy. Cool, fine, baby, I'm with it. Now, the question is, what other... What do you consider the drugs that make you a stone cold fan? What are the drugs that you consider? We can go around on this. What are the drugs that you consider that's like, yo, when you see these kids kind of doing those drugs? Because, again, a, this conversation is being had on a bunch, bunch of different platforms and people are talking about it. And people are like, man, OG need to step in in the rap game and they need to tell these kids, man, we ain't going to be doing this, we ain't going to be doing that, da 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 I'm like, okay, if we are going to do that, if, if some of the older cats that's been here done and got the t-shirt are going to do that, what drugs would you would you tell them to stay away from? What drugs would you say, I man, you can fuck with this, you can fuck with this at this level, and if you get to fucking with this, bro, we can't even rock like that. Okay. What, what, what would you say those drugs are? Okay. Me personally, it, it's heroin. I say this because for a lot of different reasons, it's very rare that you're going to find a functional Not an example that I can give you where somebody is, you know, running a Fortune 500 company jacking the H. Shooting so, heroin. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Shooting. Uh, and I've lost family members to that, you know, okay. uh, to the point where you can almost see, you can, you can see the start and the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, I lost some close people because of that. And, matter of fact, uh, maybe about 10, out three of my family members, that same little one, you know what I mean, and to see that, there's, there's no way, and I know how it goes, if that's the case, that's when, like you say, it's, nah, I can't, I can't walk it, like, not at all, so, you just say heroin, that would be the only drug you say, alright, you know all, like, yeah. just what, what do you think, like, okay, you walk into the room, you, you're a, you're an A&R, mm -hmm. and you're a CEO of the music you walking through the room and you see your artist doing X. Whatever yeah, that drug yes. is, when are you going to set, set, set him him or her to the side and be like, hey, bro, nah, we don't, we don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I mean, cause we don't do that. Because that heroin comes in a lot of different different ways. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about the on, You're talking about um, the way they're moving that. Uh, that and probably, probably mess, depending on what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, this is a good side note. Chico, the bars, I hope you get your life together, brother. Uh, I know he's been struggling to do a lot of different deals, and he got picked up from that the other day. Phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. talent. Phenomenal singing family, really. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, I think those would be like the two as far as you're talking about A&Rs and R's the music business. A lot of different types of music you get. Like, your natural, like your shrooms, your weed, and all that, mm -hmm. your DMTs, and all that type of stuff. That's more natural dealing. It's a more quick experience. It's not going to take your whole day out. Those are things that. 
Cocaine was a hell of a drug. Now, if you're trying to get jacked up and smack people around and then have fun, then okay, coke it up a bit. But that'd be my, my, my What's up, you guys? Mine would be any drug that's that's straight up slowing you down. Like I've seen it to a point to where we treat people like heroin would be. You know, like a, a younger cat. Some Weed some of the ones with the high THC and uh, some of some of the synthetic and modified shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've seen it just cripple. Yeah, that's that's. They lose their ambition. You see what I'm saying? They lose they, but they are straight up spend all their time trying to chase their weed down. You see what I'm saying? To your point, just I don't know if y'all noticed, but did you, you remember uh, what's his name? Julian Family Matters, uh, the one that got sent up to his duty, they got sent to a room, never came back. You ever realize what happened? Fox were, her name is Young Fox, where she's a professional. Yeah, you know, you ever watched the little, uh, her little, I, I forget what she was watching, they, they were talking to her about why she went in that deal. She said the whole thing was weed. Baking soda or whatever that they mix in in that is, if it gets into your bloodstream, it can possibly get an infection to abscess. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to yeah. say the heroin, if you shoot that right there, that's what, when you get kind of like, it started off, I see people that started off, okay, smoking it, then they start off snorting it, then they'll go to where they shoot it. You see what I'm saying? And after you shoot it, ain't no coming back from it. You know, it's kind of hard to. And a lot of these things, too, these these pills are just a smaller form of heroin, honestly. Yeah. Lean, smaller form of heroin. You're making my point. But if it, if it gets to a point to where what's going to wind up happening, I've seen the people who make a lot of money, they start off with the pills, and they just can't afford it, and it gets to a point to where they they trying to use substitutes, and after they can't afford that, they just get the old, cheap, old, you know, heroin. So to my point, any like a lot of these pills are gateway to the to the heroin shit because a lot of them put you in the same state of mind, and that's all the pharmaceutical companies for pushing this bullshit. So the pharmaceutical companies is pushing this 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 bullshit to a lot of our kids and to adults and whatnot to solve problems that they may or may not have. And then what ended up happening was they got addicted to it and then getting addicted to the opioid. Now we have. Now we're in the midst of the opioid crisis, mm-hmm. which is affecting more than just the black community. It's affecting, you know, middle class white community as well. So now it's this big, big push for rehabilitation, and um, we got to make sure that we're, we're, we're not locking up right. our, 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 you know, our addicts and, and our sick or whatnot. Sick, we're going you know. to treat them. Yeah. As opposed, like my man Dave Chappelle said, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just say no. Yeah. Good luck, white folks. Just say no, you know. So, I mean, 
if I'm walking in a room and I see you with any type of, if I see you popping pills, I'm going to probably set you aside. If I see you, you know what I'm saying, with any type of crack pipe or any type of, you know what I'm saying, heroin, I'm going to set you to the side. You know, matter of fact, I'm going to set you to the side if I even see you, you know, you can't put that bottle down. Like, you, you didn't hit that bottle too many times and you sloppy drunk all the fucking time. All the time. Like, that is, that is an issue. The thing, the thing that I don't think that we do enough is that we don't pay attention enough to our friends and family because, again, when you become an adult, it gives you a certain amount of freedom and autonomy to do what you do. Mm-hmm. However, when you love someone, it also gives you a responsibility to walk to the people, to talk to and walk to the people that you love and say, hey, man, nah. Yep. You're not doing this. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? And I think in the, in the, in hip hop and in music especially, I think for the feature, for the because the music is hot, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't call out a lot of artists that we could should've should have and could have called out for the bullshit. Because the thing about glorification, because I think that word in, in hip hop I think is is overused. I, I, I don't think a lot of people glorify their situations. I think that they're speaking on their situations and the things they went through and how you take it is how you take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I do think that there are those that don't use drugs, that don't fuck with the shit that they say that they fuck with or, yeah, at, the, yeah. or at the instant that they say, you know, back in the day, they used to be a studio gangster. But now we got these cats to where, fake you know, fake, fake fucking drug addicts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How you going to have five, six albums about lean and you don't, and you don't do it? You feel what I'm saying? So, or you may have tried it once, you know what I'm saying? Or you may have done it like once or twice or in a social setting. And now you got an entire fucking series dedicated to to lean. Because one of the things the Juice World did say when he was 10, 11 years old, he said, I start doing lean because Future said that it was cool. Yeah. And that's just what it was. They, yeah. And they kept repeating that video. And again, I'm not here to hit a demonized Future and say, well, Future, you need to change that. No, if that's your life and that's what you're going through, music is art and you're just painting the picture. Right. How you interpret that picture is how you interpret that picture. Period. So whether that be gangster rap or whether that be drug rap or whatever, whatever, you have the right to express yourself. However, the problem that I have with it is that it's always two sides of the story. Don't don't just tell me about, you know, the women, the money, and the car. Tell me about that jail sentence. Tell me about that time that you're going to do with that. Tell me about the homeboys that you lost. Tell me about the time that you lost. Tell me about what you did to your mom. Tell me about yeah. what you did to your sister. Tell me about tell me about all this shit. And so with the drug, I, I'm going to equate that to the drug rap. Tell me about how them highs really fucking make you feel. Tell me about, you know what I'm saying, you having the shakes. Tell me about you throwing up. Yep. Tell me about you going through withdrawals. Tell me about cotton out. Tell me about all the shit that you can't do because you so fucking high you couldn't play with your daughter or you couldn't play you with couldn't your son focus, or yeah. you couldn't focus or you lost this or you lost that like nobody is telling me about the ill side of this drug use everybody just like I pop pills cause I'm sad I pop pills cause I'm sad alright cool I get that you sad and I get that you pop pills but what the fuck is that doing to you and where's the message of and you don't want to do this too so check it out like you know I get a chance to throw a pop anytime I any chance I get as, I, as a young man a little more freedom that he should have had at, at my age. Even listening to pop, he said, uh, even uh, alcohol make a lazy nigga stick his um, He was saying, even alcohol will make a lazy nigga miss his call. You know what I'm saying? So even going into that, you're thinking like, well, hey. got a bunch of examples. Pimp C said the other side of selling dope, dope and out here running the streets. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Jay, Jay said, well, you like it? Jay said it, it was all good just a week ago. Dope. You know, funny how seven days have changed. Stand up, nigga. Now you 
sit down and aim. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas was talking about the other side of shit. Biggie was telling you, I know how it feels to wake up fucked up. Proc is broke as hell, and nigga rocks and shit. Like niggas was giving you the up the rough, rough rugged, raw side of shit. And I think that in this era, we forgot to give these kids the fucking real deal fucking truth because we want to hide everything and make it seem like everything is fucking hunky dory when it ain't. Think about think about the logistics. If you just talking to kids with this. He says that he's going to piss him off of this drug, which we know is to slow you down. But yet, he say he hustled like this. Where do you think he's getting energy? One of these things is not true. You can't be in this state all the time and move like this throughout your career and be at this concert, that day, that interview, this day, that You know, you can't move like that. So which one is it? Or it's gonna have an it's gonna have an effect on you because like we said, you say, it, it ain't just it, it ain't just artists like look like it's a bunch of artists out here that was saying that they was. It's a bunch of artists out here that were saying that they was doing drugs and them niggas look like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before yeah. Amy Winehouse yeah. died, she looked yeah, like she that's was right. doing something. That's you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed yeah. to you see a motherfucker like Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh look like Dougie Fresh still look 25. Yeah. Yep. He take care of himself. You feel what I'm saying? That's but, the that, whole deal. But, but that's not fucking with the shit that motherfuckers have made popular popularized and trying to say, alright, we not glorifying, we just saying this is what we're going through. But dog, is somebody gonna talk about the real shit? Is that's all? Just get give get these motherfucking kids the real. Give yep. them all of that. You know, like in the beginning of the show, how I was saying the big boys used to smoke. You know, what I'm saying the wet, the wet stuff. Yeah, I'm saying this because this is real as it gets. Wow, they probably started off okay. Our culture was it was a dope selling culture. But then when you messing around and you handling that dope, okay, sometimes you can get a whiff of it. You see what I'm saying? And now. The more whiffs that you get of it, you can get addicted to certain stuff, all right, by you getting around it. So it all started off with where they may have started smoking weed or whatever. They got around to where they now they selling things, and then they get around other things to where it, oh, let me just try one. And then now instead of them being the big man on the block, they turn around and be the crackhead on the block. Just that fast. Yeah, yep. You see what I'm saying? So the real deal is like these young kids, how they stay up and down it's like they'll pop a pill whatever and then if it rather the high takes them up or down they might drink or they might smoke some reaper with it and it just keep them going up and down all damn day yeah i mean you're gonna move a certain way but like like ti say you know it's okay to get high and come down and have some time handle some business like 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 miss say if you're not getting nothing done and if, especially when we're talking about music because we know how that thing is set up now you have to you're not getting anything done. You would think that uh, somebody could, could look around themselves like, why am I not getting to where I need to be? And they just put that into the music. That same cycle is getting their music out, but it's not really getting the pain. So if we reaching out and we see the pain they're going through and we listen to the music, like if they get both sides, how, how do we as consumers, people who recognize this, people have seen this game do all kind of things, say to the people that consume with them, kid, you know, drug rap is definitely supposed to be an outside world to you. Um, how can you really say, hey, this is what it is without sounding like the old haters that Cause, some people... Because we got to do like a shit. better job of relating to these young kids. Even though even though it may not be our bag and it's easy to it's easy to, to kind of downplay or to talk down to them because it wasn't shit that we was doing. Right. And usually when you think it's shit that you're not doing, you kind of label it as uncool. So you label that person or those people as uncool. Like you're uncool.
because you're doing drugs, you're uncool because you're doing this bullshit. And we don't like, we don't condone that. That's not what we do. That's not how we carry ourselves. It's not the things that we do. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We don't do these. We don't do these things. So it's a balance between giving them that message of of really being an OG and really really talking to your nieces, your nephews, your kids about real life shit. And stop condoning the sucker shit. Right. Like, that's the shit that irritates the fuck out of me, is that you'll have all these super tough gangster motherfuckers in the, in the rap world, and all these super tough gangster motherfuckers walking around saying, I'm OG, I'm triple OG, I'm this, that, and the third. But these young motherfuckers are doing shit that you know is going to land them either dead or in jail, and you can't say nothing to them. Right. Because, again, shout out to my son. If you, if you condone sucker shit, you a sucker to me. All day yeah. long and twice on Sunday. Yep. Like, you condone sucker shit, you a sucker to me. Like, you see your man doing some sucker shit and you don't say something about it, then you a sucker too. That's so you got to you gotta talk to these kids about, look, and not even on some shit, on, not even on some shit like down, down them. Just give them the reality. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's Just sit them about. down and give them the reality and say, look, man, this lean, this smooth, it puts you where you need to be. That's it. That's all. I'm glad you brought that up. If you do too much of it, it's going to fuck with you. Yeah, you can get the Jolly Ranchers and the Purple Set and the Sprite. You can mix that shit in the cup, double cup it in the whole nine. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. I, don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I may have known some people that did it and may have indulged myself. Allegedly. You dig what I'm saying? Yep, so yep. if that's what you did, then now you got to give them the other side of that. But, bro, if you trying to, well, bro, if you trying to be the biggest artist in the game, then this ain't going to get you there. Yeah. Because the work ethic that you're going to have to put in in the studio, you're going to have to be sober to do it. The contracts that you're going to be reading, you're going to have to be sober to read the motherfucker. Because I promise you, our last episode that we was talking about reading the fine print. That's right. Why do you think, and I don't even think that they pushed it, but this is just a, just a hypothetical question that I just want to put in the game. Why the fuck do you think that it's easier to push drug rap and all of this haze and not paying attention rap in a bit and now that hip hop is the number one genre in the world. You know why? Because these motherfuckers aren't demanding the money that they should be. That's demanding. right. Because if rock and when rock and roll was the biggest genre in the world, they were creating motherfuckers that was making hundreds of millions of dollars back in the nineties and eighties. Now that hip hop is the biggest genre in the world and you got all this money coming through streaming. You think these artists are seeing that type of money? Fuck no. no. Should they be seeing that type of money? Fuck yes. Why are they not seeing that type of money? Because they got to depend on an accountant, a lawyer, a manager to read their fucking paperwork because these motherfuckers ain't business-minded. Right. Because there's no way you can be business-minded if you smoke a 12 blunts a day. No way you can be business-minded if you done drunk three cups of lean. No way you can be business-minded if you done pop a zany, a perk. A, like, there's no way that you can focus on the business which is really going to make you your money. Because mm-hmm. say what you will, everybody in the fucking 90s had a, had a, had a fucking record label. That, that, that was the Murder next step. Inc. had a record label. Yep. Uh, uh, Rockefeller had a record label. He started his record label. Rapalot had a yep. record label. Like, we can go on and on and on and on and on. Every motherfucking, every motherfucking artist that was coming out in the artist had a fucking game plan. And the game plan was, I'm going to sell a bunch of records. I'm going to get my niggas in. We're going to start a clothing line. We're going to get us some liquor. And then we're going to get paid. Ownership, every, ownership, 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 ownership. Everybody was on it. Take a yep. From from locally, which we don't get them no credit, but I mean from a business tip, you gotta salute them. Motherfucker Nelly had Apple Bottoms, yeah. Nelly had vocab, or Nelly had the same lunatic. Like the, the like the fucking formula was there. But how the fuck you gonna have that same formula today with all these motherfucking kids' eyes? See, this is the I, I like that you brought up the abundance of it all, right? 
even like we're, like we saying we're talking about death row rap a lot uh, all the people that started record labels even like even trade that and slip aside and we know how he get down a lot of that wasn't that we not gonna do it like this the, it, what it was was all right this is how we kick it when it's time to kick it okay we're gonna block out this time where we can kick it now we just gonna that's what you do that's what you do you know enjoy we we earn we didn't earn this much this shit was great let's blow off some things great but when that calmed down, it's back to the ride, so we can do this again and be right. When you trying to, like you say, when you're trying to function and you're not seeing the business because you're too too much in the haze, and you have to trust certain people that you say in your phone and don't trust because you can't see them clearly. You know what I'm saying? You put yourself in a box as is, put yourself in a box. So how can you, and no, you have nobody around you that's going to benefit from you not being fucked up. Mm-hmm. I would agree. You, you see what I'm saying? I would agree. I, I would put it to where you putting yourself in a box or a wall to where the people who are trying to help you is just you not listening. You can't listen. You're not focused enough. You damn near cross-eyed. You see what I'm saying every day. So you can't even see who's coming at you and telling you what's what. You tell y'all something too, young folk. Allegedly, let's do the allegedly thing. <laughs> what's one that's going to happen from Xanax? You keep popping, you're going to lose your muscle function. That means you're going to be shitty. You will shit on yourself. You will have a uh, shitty draw. Shit get okay. real. You do uh, perks. What that will do is kind of like tear your stomach lining the fuck out. Okay. Now the cold common ground of all this is it's all got sodium, some types of sodium in every pill that you take. All right. So even with the lean that you got, it's just a little small thing of sodium or sugar. And what winds up happening is you wind up taking all this bullshit, and now you got locked up out. See what I'm saying? You're doing too much shit or you can't shit. That's what happens, man. And that's when y'all gonna really have problems. So that's anytime, the anytime you put it, anytime you putting anything to your body that wasn't supposed to be there. And that's even from the from from smoke inhalation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like everything has a consequence. Whether it be alcohol or it be weed, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And we take our substances for whatever whatever reason we take our substances for. Some take the edge off the weed. Some take the edge off the day. Yeah. Sometimes it's to celebrate and to enjoy yourself. What right. I say to that is this. All things in moderation. Yeah, all things in moderation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the biggest thing that we lost from black to hip-hop culture is we lost fucking balance. Yeah. Like, everybody either want to be one thing or the other. Everybody either want to complain and say we shouldn't do shit. Mm-hmm. Or everybody want to complain and say, don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's true. And the balance is, is that... Dude, if you smoke, excuse me, if you smoke on the weekends, let's say, you go to work every day, you pay your bills, you do the shit that you're supposed to do, you take care of your family, you're doing everything that you're supposed mm-hmm. to do, it's from an obligation standpoint, from a responsibility standpoint, you're handling your business. If you want to partake in that, then you're, you're an adult. Right. Just as long as you know what it is and know what it can do, ride the fuck out. But what we didn't got to is, we won't even say shit to motherfuckers that we know ain't got their shit together. That's right. We know they ain't got their shit together and they spend every weekend smoking. We know they ain't got their shit together and they spend every weekend drinking. We know they ain't got their shit together and they spend every weekend popping pills or every day popping pills and you watch them pop pills. You watch them kill themselves. Right. And you won't say shit. I'm talking about the people that you can talk to and the people that you can talk to. That's right I'm there I'm not saying funny. that you can save everybody because you see a motherfucker on the street and they fucked up, then that may be just their lot in life. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through at the time got you the way you need to get to. But the motherfuckers that you know that are in your life and you see them going through that shit, to not even mention it to them or to, to even say, hey, like, I love you. I want you to be here. 
reason why that's important, because especially in hip hop, this situation is from a 21 year old young man. This nigga ain't even get to live. He ain't even get to really, 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 really get like life in even he still start for him for fucking his real. residuals weren't even coming in right. right you know what i'm saying and we're gonna okay. see and, and and the fucked up thing is mark my word as i sit here as a prediction oh we're gonna see more of this shit we have we're we gonna see we gonna see more of this shit and motherfuckers gonna do the same like it's gonna become damn near like mass shoes you already know not mass shoes i like police shoes we gonna have a rhythm on, on what's gonna happen. A rhythm on what's gonna happen. Motherfuckers gonna, gonna come That's out true. and go, condolences, man, it's fucked up. Man, he was too young to go do that. Man, it's fucked up. We gonna get a couple of tributes from a couple rappers. That's gonna motherfucker come out and say, man, we gotta stop this, this, that, and the third. We gonna have a couple of people that's gonna say some shit, and then we gonna go back to business as usual. And then the next motherfucker gonna die, and we gonna do this shit all over. So again. that's that's my that's my point as a uh, responsible consumer, and I say responsible consumer because none of us rap as of today. We we don't know going in the future we might try, but we not today. I'm saying is if we if we know the blueprint of that and we get the rhythm to it. As responsible consumers, how, how, what is the way we can go? Hey, check this out, dude. I want you to be all right. Your music might even be dope, you know what I'm saying? But can't really give you this money like this if you just gonna kill yourself. Well, but let's be real. That's Delta. Let's fucking be real. Okay. Who owns the record Yep. So, it's in their best interest to make man great interviews. If you haven't saw it, it was New York Home on the Breakfast Yeah. Show. Great fucking interview. And Charlemagne, and this was one of the days where he pushed back on Leo Cohen, and Leo said some shit that was real, but it was fucked up. The real shit he said was, he was like, "Would you give an artist, would you give an artist um, a deal if you know he was rapping about drugs and Percocet and shit that was detrimental to him?" And he was like, "Yeah, if it like he said, if it makes money." Right. He was like, "If it makes money, yeah, because you gotta realize if back to this whole." premise of the fucking show. Ownership, ownership, ownership. That's right. What we doing. If we don't own our own label, if we don't distribute our own music, if we don't, if we're not in those positions of power, then how the fuck are we going to tell somebody what to do and how to do it as far as their music is concerned if you don't own it? These motherfuckers do not, get, major labels do not give a fuck because most of them are ran by people who don't look like us. They so they'll tell you all day long, but man, if it makes money, if it's a hit record, then we gonna play Percocet, Molly Percocet, to your motherfucking ble- ears bleed. Man, and look what happens. Look what happens when that artist dies. If that paperwork is not correct, all that residual goes to the label. Goes to the label. And the label, label. It goes to the and, label. And, and, and in a sense, the label looking at it like shit. You whether kill you yourself. Live or die, yeah, if you live or die, we still get paid. Yeah, they don't yeah. give a damn. Man, you, a, you a body, bro. Yeah, As opposed to, and I give you another great fucking example of that. TDE. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck did you hear coming out of? T- you hear that bullshit coming out of TDE? Nope. You know why you don't hear that bullshit coming out of TDE? Because Top Dog and the motherfuckers that own that shit don't condone that shit. We not finna dream this. We not fi- you not finna hear that shit coming out of my camp. Why? Not to say that we don't do it. Not to say that motherfuckers don't fuck with it. Or not even to say we gon we're gonna hinder your artistic expression. We're just saying that if it's detrimental to the communities that we serve, yeah, why the cool. fuck would we push that to the people whom, whom we love and we care about? That's right. You know what I'm saying? Now, true indeed, you wouldn't know it, but 80 to 90% of the artists on TDE are gangsters. Yeah. Are gangbangers. Yeah, are, are real, yeah. Real live, crippled blood sex. Yep. 
But that's not they not that road. They don't push that shit. So they it, push the music. To yeah, your point, they're actually talented. They yeah, to your point, point. Fucking music. What bro. what uh? Can you say? Uh, I let my soul speak. Y'all let the meds talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even if on T, like you say, look how long it took for the world to realize Kendrick was a blood. It took forever. Good Kid, Mad City. That put a nice block on him. He was he was in the shit then. Now when it comes out and you, you see what it is, people came and rap they this kid right here is a gang member. It fucks it, it fucks the whole thing up. Like you you serious? This dude right here. He was Kendrick, a, everybody like Kendrick. He was telling you about, you know what I'm saying? He was telling you about Rosecrans. He was yeah. telling you about he was telling you about all the shit mm-hmm. that was going on. You know what I'm saying? The nigga talk about being disciplined. Yep. I was DP'd once or twice. Like, he was talking about the shit. He was on a fucking album game. Like, niggas yep. never put two and two together. But again, nope. it wasn't about we're going to push this lifestyle. We're going to push the music. And the music going to push for it, going to speak for itself. And we're going to have some type of reality to it. And we're going to actually have some type of fucking responsibility yeah, to man. it. Yeah, man. Instead of a lot of these individual kids that come out and usually blow on the streaming circuit because they Spotify artists, artists or they, um, uh, what's the other the SoundCloud or the SoundCloud artist, and so they kind of blow on their own. So a motherfucker come in and say, "Hey, kid with the purple hair mm-hmm. and the tat- and the face tattoo, yep. is just talking about the bullshit. Why don't you come out here and that hit song you got? We just gonna promote the fuck out of it, mm-hmm. and you gonna you gonna become this this ten to fifteen million man. And now you gotta deal with this shit. And now this this kid is on a fuck. Think about think about the logic of this shit. You're on a private fucking jet." You're on, fri- you're on a private fucking jet with 70 pounds of weed, like, nigga. For, for what? Why? Look, this one. Why? No, you just why? said it, though. You said logic. Why? Now, ask yourself a question, y'all. When a person is constantly, well, let's go with this. When a, a person is constantly on drugs, logic is out the door. I'm it's a, only I'm emotion. Side, I'm going to side you one up. I'm going to I'm side you one up. If you this dude, you don't need to carry 70 pounds of weed because you'll be able to touch out anywhere and link with somebody to be some weed. That's it. That's the emotion. Like, you if think you, that's my if you were so logic, if you were so or even if you, or even if you were emotional, so you, you got extorted in to get somebody caught you, says something, and, to I'm, you, a, and, take I, and I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell y'all a motherfucking story. This is, le- this is a legend story, and this is like uh, the worst kept secret on St. Louis. Master P and Beast by the Pound used to come up here all the time to do concerts. When they would come up here and do concerts, for whatever reason. The weed supply would just kind of, kind of surge mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the city. Every mm-hmm. time they were popping the mm-hmm. fucking city, it's just a lot of weed in the city yep. for whatever fucking reason. Again, worst kept secret in St. Louis, yep. but real niggas knew. If them niggas, like if you had a massive, that's why they were so loved in this city. That's why the artists that come up here were so loved because when they would come up here for whatever reason, certain certain things would just be more plentiful when they were coming up. Allegedly. Put it that way. Allegedly. 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 So, not to say that they wasn't doing the same shit that this young nigga was doing. Mm-hmm. They was just doing it a different way. That's what I'm saying. And why the fuck are you, why the fuck are you have that on a private fucking jet to where, uh, can, where, the, where the FCC and the FDA, they can check you at any fucking time. As soon as you land, they can come up, they can come aboard, they can check for any type of contraband, they can check for anything because you're at a clear port. You know what I'm saying? It's different type of customs. Like I hope you go with his pilot. His pilot is actually the person who told him. You know what I'm saying? He didn't check. I hope you. I hope you wasn't doing all that so you can rap about it. I hope that wasn't something you want to do just to say you did it. It could have been somebody. Man, it could have been somebody putting this kid, like putting that kid in that position. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. And and more than likely, that's probably what the fuck it was. But 
I mean, man, it's just, it's just a tragic situation. It is. But see, we, 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 we going to see it again. We're going to yeah. continue to see it. RIP to the to the young kid Juice World man and but but I ain't even gonna say I like before I would say man this drug culture has to stop man it's not gonna stop it's, it's not here. gonna stop it man, is what it is that's what, what I'm saying is man have some real conversations with your nieces your nephews yeah, yeah. your kids your whatever have some real live sit down conversations with them and let them know the other side like it's just like the sex talk. People are going to have sex, and premarital sex is a thing. And people are going to have sex when they're teenagers. But the people that were saved by pregnancy and STDs and the rest of that shit are the motherfuckers that somebody sat them down and said, "This is a condom." Yo, and this condom goes around. This condom goes around your dick, and this is going to protect you from getting this type of disease. Or you don't pregnancy. want no kids. This is how you use it. But somebody who sat down with the daughters and said, "Look." I know you out here, you know, get you on some birth control. And here's a pack of condoms. If he don't have one, it's your responsibility to have one. Because if a baby pop up, it's yours, not his. Like, just, just giving you the real. Just get, just giving you the real. Like, and that's these not, real conversations that we not fucking having because we want to we wanna be um, kind or polite or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Man, anytime situations. this shit happens, motherfuckers need to be sitting down with their kids like, let me, sit, let me show you where you fucked up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's that, all. I, Let me show you where he fucked up. Because yeah. I'm gonna definitely do it for my nieces and nephews, like like with my little cousins. When they don't like it when I say it, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. This, this, oh, you old head. Okay, but then when shit happens, how you know? Because I, like you yeah. say, we know the rhythm of this. Yeah, we, not, 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 but we didn't get. Young know, it's all alleged. It's all alleged. It's all alleged. But it's nothing new under the sun. Y'all are not. You're not smarter. You're not more slick. You're not. Different generation. You're not doing anything that has not been done. And guess what? My mama and my daddy and my my uncles and, and my great great whatever whatever had they form of the shit that they was doing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is new under the sun. We all go through it. So anytime that a loved one is talking to you, if we are talking to any, any young folks in the room or you got any young folks listening, just understand that your parents, your your, your cousins, your big homies, your OGs. All these people that are older than you that are giving you this free game, it is coming from a place of love, and it's also coming from a place of experience. Right, We've been out here. We've done it. We've been there, done that, got the T-shirt, and we just trying to give you a better game than what we was given because everybody didn't sit down with us and give us the game. We had to come out here and bump our head a bunch of times and figure shit out. You know what I'm saying? I know a bunch of homeboys that had kids in, in high school yep. because nobody ever taught them what the fuck the condom was. I know homeboys that had kids in, in, in high school because there's been nobody, you know, tell them they, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Tell them what you can go get on some birth control. Um, you know what? What a you know people don't know what fathers' rights are, mothers' rights, are, things of that nature. But yeah. we just saying, just game in general. Game in general should be passed down the same way that we we, we passed that down. Because yeah. I don't give a fuck where I'm at or where or where I go. If this a weed being smoked, I know a nigga gonna offer it to me. Yeah. But yeah. there's not a lot of times to where you go somewhere and motherfucker will offer you some information. Yeah. And that Useful. needs to be a thing too. Yeah, no the doubt. same way we share the drink, we share the, we, we share the weed, we share this, we share that, we gotta share the information. Like that gotta come too. And say, all right, I get you. I get that you wanna smoke all day long and you wanna, you wanna, you know, have 10 blunts and this, that, and the third. But you told me that you had X amount of dreams and you got shit that you're trying to do. So 
how is that gonna coincide with what you're trying that's to do? That's the question, that's, and that's the question. You say, all right, you want me to still make all day? Cool. I like you eat ham sandwich all day, but damn so. So how can you structure your life where you can do it? Well, I need some money to do this. Brother in the background, I'll take care of it. Now, how can we get some money moving so you ain't got to worry about that you can generate this money that you need for this? Because you know that you have to you have to live. If you can think your way through the highs, which a lot of people can, which a lot of people can think through think through the highs, you'll be fine. But don't let the highs think you live in. Yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of times too, yeah. All the person that's that's trying to teach you from older perspective to slow down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you see a person that you just drink too much. You know what I'm saying? If he your buddy or whatever, hey, you know, take it easy. You know, I'm saying it because call this an old hater moment. Old but hater a lot man. of us who are older, since the drug culture, I mean, since the culture has changed instead of the seller and now the user. Mm-hmm. True enough, y'all, the younger generation have more hard or, or more brazen. Or, or, but the thing is, it's hard for us to respect y'all if y'all under a constant state of emotional thoughts like our respect okay call me crazy a person who can just if they're a killer or if they're a gangster or whatever if you can do that on a sober mind and mm-hmm. then jump back to who you are yeah, okay yeah. but if you got to do this to be high that's something different you see what i'm saying so basically the high is your crutch or the bottom might be your crutch now if i take that pacifier from you can you still function and do right. what you do at the moment? that's what i'm saying so if if you look it down that road and you try you see what what it is, because if when you take in information, you will start seeing things in a different light. That's just it. That's why reading is so fundamental. Uh, that's why you got to make sure that you you're looking at the words that you're seeing. That way you can understand uh, the value and whatnot. So if you if you around a bunch of people like Mitch was saying, like when I was when I was young. It was one thing to know about the condom, but the re- what really made me stick to my principles was when my uncle showed me an 80, a 80 hour and one week check uh, with 0.00 on it because he had to pay child support. I'm like, you work 80 hours through the whole week and you walked away with nothing for the child support? He said, yeah, I was 15. When he said that, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So every time I went to one of those situations, I'm thinking, do I want to give up? my money to it, bro. So protect them. Protect myself and be smart. I keep the bank empty. But I and I just want I'm glad that we was able to get some real points on this because like you say, it's not coming down to music. Let's not let's put blaming the music so much for this and understand what it is when we're looking at it, the symptoms of it and make yeah. sure we talking about both sides. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. But like you say, uh, what Method Man say on uh, The show soundtrack, that's what I'm talking about. Regular, I can't smoke regular weed right now. I need some bomb weed and right. I understand if you want to kick up the creative juices, but understand the overdose. That's my yeah. Understand the crippling habit that he had also. Like Method Man can do anything, but weed was his his pacifier. We all got something that, that, that trips us up. But when you lose control of what you're doing, then that's when it becomes a problem. And if you like a, like he was saying before, if you use more emotion than you use logic and not balance shit out, then 
your emotion, like saying, for instance, a crackhead or a young folks who, who pop all the time, they got heart, but they are all under a constant mental state to where, like, they can't function if they don't have it, or they'll get sick if they don't have it. You know, I got, I just want, before we wrap this up, man, I just want to give one quick shout out to the athletes that don't know when the drug test is coming, like, stop it. Uh, I, that's another part that I want to bring up, athletes. Look, it seems to be uh, a lot of this comes from you guys' culture with the pain medication. Now you guys just uh, stood up and said, "Hey, I'd rather smoke weed and take these opiates for my pain." So you have lot, you've done a lot of things to push the culture forward as far as marijuana, medical use, and all that. You truly have. But with that said, know when the goddamn drug test is. Josh Gordon, what the fuck, man? Like, just know when it's happening. Matt Barnes has a show where he said he, he tells you like when to go so you guys can still make these millions and play the game you love and can help out the family. I also got something about drug tests. See, this is a, a double-edged sword on that. Like, a lot of people who just smoke weed, they'll be cool. Or they just, you know, the whole deal is by them going through a drug test, if they can't smoke weed, then they'll move up or move down. I say move up because it might be just as simple now as popping a pill. That pill won't stay in your system 30 days like we will. But the thing is, it's more destructive to your body. You see what I'm saying? Your after effects. So people have to move away from weed to keep it professional. But I'm glad and and they, they wind up picking up something that's heavier and harder on their body. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? To, to try to maintain. And it just gets more and more expensive. I've seen one person like used to spend three, four hundred dollars a week. He used to make a thousand. He used to spend three, four hundred dollars a week. He used to do a lot of this. Like just, he got so out of control that. One day I seen him slump down on the desk, and I thought dude was like dead as hell, you know, because he just had that uncontrollable rage to feel good. That's crazy. I think we nailed this, y'all. I just, I just want to make sure that we keep these conversations going. And if you listen to this, uh, reach out to what we doing STL.com, uh, the Facebook page, what we doing STL, to keep these conversations going. Uh, hopefully here soon. Uh, we can go get some of these uh, follow comments and get some things going, get live and stuff like that. So, if, if you've been following us, keep following us. Thank you. Uh, I think we out, man. It's the mix. Joffy Joseph. We don't need to celebrate every day, y'all. So, enjoy the celebration. Give yourself a little discipline before you start to just have a party. Please, quit, yeah, quit celebrating failure. You ain't did shit, you don't need shit. Drink water. No doubt.